0: I'd rather shave someone else's nuts than watch that (laughs) part. So here it is. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: gotta put that. that That's gotta be the cold day. Welcome to the Armchair Judges Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, joined by Aiden. How you going? Trevor. For sure. How are we? Yeah, we're good.
2: Yeah, it'd be a lot better if it was a different fight we were yeah. reviewing,
1: but we've, yeah. Uh, we've, we're, here. we're here. We've gone and done it this time. We've uh, picked a real banger. We've gone for Danny Green versus Anthony Mundine, number two. Um, what date is this? 3rd of February, 2017, at Adelaide Oval. I guess for like any international listeners, these two were kind of kind of like the kings of Australian pay per view for a, a good long time. For, there. for a very
2: long time. And I just want to point out that I'm reviewing this fight under my own free will. There's no <laughs> need to send help. <laughs> we're all here under our own free, under our own volition. Again, there is no need to send help.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my pick. My bad. I knew it was
0: going to be bad, but. Uh, yeah, it's like interesting and like it's definitely one that
2: we need to talk about. Yeah, it's like a car accident when you're driving <laughs> by it. You just you want to be good. You want to be like I'm just in my lane. I'm driving home, but I'll have a quick squiz at the carnage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I said this is Adelaide Oval. It's for the Australian Cruiserweight Title. Um, records going into the fight. Mundine is forty-seven and seven. Green is 35 and 5, which sounds all right until you get to the ages. And, like, Green is 44 years old and Mundane is 42. But in my opinion, he's an older 42 because of just his style. Like,
0: If we look at, like, where they're coming into it from, so Green, uh, his last notable fight had been that fight against Christoph Flodicic, who, um, like, Green was beating him for 10 rounds and Flodicic yeah. just killed him in the 11th. Yeah. Before that, he'd been stopped by Antonio Tava. Similar story with Anthony Mundine. Like he's moving up to cruiserweight for this after being knocked out last time out by Charles Hatley for the WBC Silver Super weight title. Yeah. So, like, oh, I'll add some notes down as
1: well. Green's actually on the comeback trail here. Like, he retired after Shane Cameron, I think, and he came back a couple of years later. He's won two fights on the comeback trail. And, like I said, Mundine's coming in on pretty bad form, like lost to Claudie, that really questionable split decision over um, Rabchenko. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, he's knocked out by Charles Hatley, like you said. I do wonder, like, a little bit of – it's probably more to do with the the fight itself, but how much Mundane getting knocked out and, like, just not looking great is
0: how much weight he's cutting to get to 154. Yeah, because he didn't look small. No. Yeah, to Danny Green. Bloke. And even though it's a weird one because they're fighting at cruiserweight, but they put in a limit at 83 kilos, which is about 185 pounds. Yeah. So there's still 15 pounds of cruiserweight division to, to play with there. Yeah, Green was always kind of stuck in that weird kind of Inter- shouldn't have gone Health. up from heavyweight. Yeah. Like, he should have. Even. Super middleweight, like, I remember he's, I haven't watched his stuff there in a long time, but he was, like, a lot better there Didn't to yeah. look too small for the division. 100%. He was just way too small to be competitive at Cruiser. And I wonder if uh, Mundane was thinking, as he was, like,
1: as he's eating a lot of green sponges pretty well in this fight, he's like, why am I cutting to 154? Anyway, the undercard, did you guys look at the undercard? Nope. No. All right, so, nope.
2: it's actually. <laughs> I ripped this one off like a fucking band-aid, mate. On first
1: inspection, it seems not so not so bad, right? Um, Tim Zhu's on the undercard. Both the Maloney brothers are on the undercard. But yet the co-main is Quade Cooper. Like, this is just typical the rugby, the rugby, rugby play. player. Yeah, this is like Australian boxing nonsense. This
2: like. is Australian boxing 101, though. Just take some punch-drunk, washed-up <laughs> football players from any fucking code, put some gloves on them, Get him to smack around a tomato can and be like, yeah, you're a fucking champ, mate. No, you're not.
0: And make him the co-main.
2: And make him the co-main.
0: Americans don't really have to deal with this. And since they're like the majority of our listeners at the moment, I'll sort of explain it to them that um, football players are taking over boxing here to the point where there was an entire card made up entirely of football players. Yeah.
2: Like which it, would be which fine was on if it was for charity or something. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. how they used to do it, like way back in the
1: day. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's, it's literally our top boxing stars are punch drunk footballers who can't go anymore. But yeah, like I was saying about that undercard. Sorry. So yeah, no. That's <laughs> we fine. we all sort of went off tangenty <laughs> and ranty that we look. Just for our listeners, we all have very strong opinions going into this fight, and you're going to hear all seventeen of them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the Maloney brothers and Tim Zoo on the undercard, that sounds great on paper, yeah, but I'm pretty sure this is either one of, if not Tim Zoo's first fight and the Maloney brothers have only had a handful. So, again, like, that doesn't belong on pay-per-view, oh. I don't think. Like, prospects having their first couple of fights is not pay-per-view
0: quality. Not only that, any time, like, undercards in Australia are notorious or shit, but it's always... Someone completely overmatched against yeah. their opponent, yeah.
2: and and not only that, when you when you had Mundane on the card, there was a ten dollar markup. If I recall, this fight was sixty dollars. That is unreal. At, at that time,
0: oh, and keeping used- in mind, we paid I think fifty for Mayweather here. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, yeah, we 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 are now. We have coughed up a bit more. We pay fifty five for a UFC event. We always used to pay forty nine. I hmm.
1: used to hear stories. I don't know if they're true, but like, kind of back in like. Mundines more kind of prime years that undercard fighters like the real low ones used to get
0: paid with tickets to go and sell that was their purse. <laughs> yeah, would not would I know that they do it. that as like they'd still do that as part of people's pay, especially like I think in the UK they're doing it with guys who are having like their first couple of fights, but um, yeah, yeah, if it's your entire pay, that's pretty dodgy because realistically, you're going to sell like what. 20 tickets if yeah. you're really yeah. good. Sell them to your immediate family. Yeah. Mean, yeah. You have to do more of a whore
1: than a boxer. Mm. It, the purse in this fight is $20 million split 50-50, man. <laughs> $20 million. $20 million split yeah. 50-50. So, again, $10 each, man. But this, is, this is a swindle, man. Like, this is the great boxing swindle. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I guess we should also kind of talk a little bit about their first fight and kind of what happened between it
0: between this and that. To be honest, I haven't watched the first fight, but do I have a little bit to say about the in between? It's eleven years before this fight, so it's in two
1: thousand and six. And um Mundine wins. And I will I'll say it now, if you want to see like Mundine in his prime, like go and watch that fight. Like it, he boxes really, really well in that fight. After that, Green would win the WBA light heavyweight title in two thousand and seven. In probably his career best performance against Stipe. Stipe Drews, I think his name was. Croatian kid. Stipe. Stipe.
2: (laughs) Stepe wiser.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? And then he, like, suddenly retired after that. And that was my kind of first slight turning on Denny Green, to be honest. Like, you've just won a world title. You look like you're in your prime. And you're just going to retire for some reason.
2: If I remember correctly... Was this the fight I knew when I watched it at the soccer club down the road from where we are now? I didn't watch a... this one until today. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Because no. I remember a mundane fight where kickoff was supposed to be about 9 pm and he did not walk out until 11. I think that <laughs> might have been um, Garthwood. Sh- sure, it was, it was this fight. But I think
0: it might have been Garthwood too, unless he's done it like multiple times. Yeah. Okay. He's done it on one that I did watch.
2: Yeah, I just remember it just soured me on Mundine so hard. And neither the of them really reached their, like, probable potential.
0: I don't think, but especially, no. especially Mundine, I don't yeah. think. He went after it aggressively to start with, like, his 10th fight. He took on Sven Otky, who was yeah. a legit champion at that point, and um, lost that and then sort of never went anywhere. He tried getting one of the regular belts, like the not real world title belt. He got it twice. Sorry, yeah, he did, yeah. but then lost it to Manny Siaka, who was never, like, a world-beating guy. He didn't really fight anyone world-class yeah. ever again. Oh, Kessler. He fought Kessler. Oh, yeah, man. true. And um,
1: yeah. yeah, so Green made his uh, first of two comebacks about two years later, and this was another kind of souring point for me. It's not just him. This happens a bit in Australian boxing. Like, two things he done here. He captured the IBO cruiserweight title and... He gets, it's not like I said, it's not just him, but he gets paraded around as like a legitimate world champion with his very minor world title belt. And probably the two most notable fights in that comeback, or well, not two most notable, but some of the more notable ones were the Roy Jones Jr. and Tava fight. We've talked a little bit about both of those fights when we've done the Jones versus Tava episodes, but it's basically. Let's fly out some American has beens and sell tickets. And to be fair to him, he did Sorry. knock out Roy Jones, but he got absolutely
0: splattered by Tava. Yeah, I think the expectation was it was going to be like the Jones fight. 100%. And they wouldn't, wouldn't have done it otherwise.
1: And do you remember the other very notable fight in this
0: first comeback? Paul Briggs. Paul Briggs. We're gonna to have to do a Paul review Briggs. of that devastating case. Stoppage review. Do you remember that one, Trey? <laughs> I
2: don't remember. This might be a hits one, him with dude, a jab. The
1: first punch of the fight, then he hits him a jab and he goes down like a ton of bricks. It's unreal to see.
2: Okay, well you're gonna have to show me this fight <laughs> because my virgin reaction to it will be uh, great content. Which so is what you know. It, do you know much know. about Paul Briggs guess, as a fighter? He
1: was wasn't he like a good kickboxer or something? Yeah, and he was in his day, man, he was like a really, really, really good boxer too, like fought Thomas Adamek to like inches of victory like two times like knocked him down a few times like he was great but, but there was there was fuckery with that fight man because Paul Briggs couldn't get sanctioned in whatever state it was supposed to be in so they moved the fight I think like the day of or the day before yeah. so he obviously wasn't.
0: He wasn't medically sanctioned I don't so think he was I he think he <laughs> was mentally like fucked like was, I think he was doing uh, drugs. I think it shit. was medical but it was like a brain thing oh okay yeah <laughs> From what I remember, anyway, I could be wrong, but it was yeah. imagine, like, pretty fucked.
1: But anyway, that's like that's probably the most farcical thing I've ever seen in a boxing ring.
0: Yeah, I, it is. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe like there was that dude who was poisoning his opponent, and like a couple of those sorts of ones. Oh, they. But, oh, we should do an episode on that guy. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a few real sad stories there, but yeah. this is like for one that's just like an arranged fucked fight.
1: This is yeah. probably the worst ever. Sentient supposed world title for a man like yeah. the absolute state. Eh? So, post the first fight, Mundine had a pretty decent run. He would um, knock out Sam Solomon in probably either his career best or second best performance, in my opinion. He, he won the WBA regular super middleweight title. Then they kind of descended into fighting. It's like a mix of.
0: A lot of regional opponents eh? yeah
1: a lot of like he to be fair to him like he beat all the australian guys around his way like between 154 and like 175 like he fought and beat all of them and then i don't know he just didn't get out any good like international fighters to come to come and fight him and like or chase fights in europe yeah. and america i reckon he just wasted his prime because he he could hang with the top guys like he hung with kessler he hung with Oki when he was like pretty green. Happy being a, having had big like fish nine, in nine fights previously. Happy being a big fish in a little pond. in Understand. Australian boxing. And he, he was making a lot of money doing it. Man,
0: no, way, absolutely. Was, what were you we saying so? I talk a lot of shit about Mundane, or especially I did back in the day getting knocked out by Sven Oki. But it was a guy's having his ninth pro fight. Yeah. And he didn't fight in the amateurs. Against a legitimate world champion. Yeah. He's literally going in there on athletic talent. Yeah. But he sort of started his career the way I think more Australian boxers need to start their career like super aggressively yeah. instead of waiting until you're in your 30s before you start challenging for titles and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All those points
0: are very true.
1: So Mundane would eventually drop to 160 and he'd done the kind of same thing. At Danny Green down, he won an IBO title. And... Oh, he fought Daniel Gill at 160, the first fight, which was actually really good. We should do that fight one day. And then he dropped to 154, where he just looked horrendous on the scales. Like, put it like this guy was a, was a professional rugby league player. I reckon he would have been running around at, what,
2: on 85, a, on 88 kilos. On a scale kilos, of one BJ Penn trying to weigh in at 145 pounds and looking like an AIDS patient, <laughs> how are we talking? Well, how big
1: do you reckon the average rugby league, like, 5-8 is? At least... The smallest ones would be like eighty kilos. Absolutely smallest.
2: But unit yeah. units, compact units of yeah. of that eighty K. So Alexander un- Volkanovsky's. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he was about two hundred
0: and fourteen yeah, pounds. He was about Robbie, yeah. He? Yeah. So yeah. Mundine weighed in for this at uh just under eighty kilos, which there was a limit of eighty three kilos. Yeah. So it's about hundred and seventy five pounds. But like, guys should have been fighting more like super middleweight, like yeah. heavyweight. His all best the time. His best days were at super middleweight. Mm-hmm. Easy. Even, like, heavyweighty, he, like, Jory might might have given up a couple of kilos to people who are draining weight, but he looks fine in this fight. Yeah. He looks good at that weight. So that's most of, like, the kind
1: of notes I've got for between the fights and whatnot. Should we talk a little about that
0: opening package, or do you have any more notes?
2: Oh, oh so boy, bad, do um. I have some comments about this.
0: <laughs> do tell. To start with, like, can we not, as Australians, not ever do something without making it overly dramatic? No, but we cannot. <laughs> we ruined Ninja World because everything has to be like, my mum got diagnosed with cancer and AIDS at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everything has to be like that. And the opening to this one was something like, um, it's man versus machine, green versus mundane. Yeah. It's like- bro, so bro, bro. Hold it,
2: hold it, hold it. Hold it. I'm sorry. My mother is a chronic sufferer of foot and mouth disease. You watch your mouth, <laughs> so.
1: I will say, like, the way that their aliases lined up so perfectly was always pretty cool. Like, man versus machine, I thought, always had a good... It was cool. Of, they yeah. just budgeted it. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a quote here from this opening oh, yeah. bulging package that made me want to vomit fucking blood. Lay it on his brother. <clears throat> in a business where to be the champ, you have to believe in yourself when no one else will. That's not really how it works. <laughs> You generally gotta punch the other guy. You generally (laughs) gotta hit the other guy more and maybe make him lose consciousness for a bit, at least for 10 seconds. My favourite
0: quote in it was um, If you mess up in tennis, it's 15 love. If you mess up in boxing, it's in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost.
2: (laughs) If you mess up
0: in boxing, you will die.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm maybe. Missed a few fucking Sunday school classes, but that's a bit rough. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: that's that's blasphemy. Like, like, no,
2: no, 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 it's not even the blasphemy side, but you lost a game of tennis, mate. Well, that's all good. It's 15 love. Timmy, you lost that boxing match. Well, We're going to have to kill it. Mate, <laughs> look, I tried to save you, but it's internal damnation for you, mate. I, mate, I'm sorry. I, there's not. My hands are tied, Timmy. They My make hands some, are tied.
1: They make some very flattering comparisons to, like,
2: no, fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one in the jungle casually just throwing that out there what's the, the
1: jack johnson one that was in sydney who did he fight then like way back in the day i can't remember they compare it
0: to that as well it's like jesus christ that's like any fight that has ever happened yeah
2: this is it <laughs> this fight's more like wank off in the locker room
0: Fuck <laughs> hell.
1: did you, you you guys haven't seen this fight before yeah nah. no 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 so i watched it this actually got a, this This okay. got on the news and shit. Like some dude on this Facebook page. I think it was Blokes Advice, but I might be wrong. Like illegally streamed this fight, and like hundreds of thousands of people saw it, including me. Based. But it was. Based. It was like it was stream where he's like holding his phone to the TV and like streaming to his Facebook group. <laughs> and I was just casting it to my TV. Based. Based. Yeah.
2: I watched uh, what I think is an official thing on YouTube. But yeah, like yeah. The quality of the footage I was watching was pretty good. Even um, that
0: one, the quality of the footage was better than what we're usually getting from older fights we watch. Yeah. True. Um, you guys have any more? Oh, oh. Still a few about commentary. So Yeah, for yeah one, I got a couple. The commentary team to start with. So Kenty. There's two guys in tuxedos, a chicken in a dress and then one dude in casual wear. Yeah. <laughs> so the commentary team is a media guy with a football background. That's Eddie Maguire. Yeah. There's a football player is a then pretty inexperienced boxer and a reporter. Yeah. Who's the reporter? Paul Kent.
1: Kent. Kent. Paul Kent. So, Paul Kent. So, Kent played one single game of NRL, and to, he's also he is a pretty big boxing fan. like He done Johnny Lewis's
0: biography and stuff. That yeah. is fair to have him on there then. Yeah. The rest of them are standby.
2: No, yeah. what, I, is I Matty, agree, actually, what is Matty Jones doing on there? Well, this is yeah. the whole thing I want to up. Before we go, if we can backtrack a second. In the intro package, of like the thriller in Manila, the rumble in the jungle, all this like Don Bradman, like cricket. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, Don Don Bradman, he he's a thing. He exists. Australia, got yeah. it. Cricket, boxing, the overlaps ridiculous. <laughs> So we get Big Eddie on the on the broadcast pointing out um, one of the highlights he points out about Mundine going to this fight because I don't know if you knew this, Mundine he scored a try (laughs) in a football match as a football player. He won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, he won! He won! He won the sports ball for everybody. Who would have thought a rugby a rugby league player would score a try in a football match? Fuck me! Unbelievable. We didn't get introduced to the rest of them, so we got Paul Kent, we got Lauren Eagle, which, by the way, cool name. She says like the dumbest thing is in the she, lead up she, though. She does. What? Yeah. So <laughs> she goes.
0: They ask her who she's going for. She yeah. Goes, oh, going hey, for yeah. She goes. I'm going for chock. Yeah. She goes. I'm going for chalk. Danny Green book sparring partners from the US while Mundine was sparring local guys.
2: I have like, a note. Who fucking cares. I have <laughs> a note, but I have a note for this too. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got. We've got Lauren Eagle, cool name, who is the superweight champion, as Eddie McGuire calls <laughs> <and the> it. <different laughs> Didn't know superweight was a thing, mate. Super what weight, bro? And we've got Maddie Johns, legend. Everyone loves him, but he's sitting here looking like he does not know why he's fucking here. He was basically brought in to talk about as football. He was a in years
0: prior. And yeah.
2: then we go to Lauren Eagle, and she says, as Aiden said, I'm going for chalk, woman. You're meant to be impartial. Yeah. You're on the yeah, commentary team. You yeah. are meant to be an impartial player here. You're not meant to tell us who you're going for.
0: Um, like
2: the judges going, well, it should be a good fight, but I'm really hoping Fighter A wins. Paul Kent, Kent
1: brings up. Is this the Danny Weight thing? Yep. Yeah. Good point that he brings up, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Can. Go ahead. I just thought, uh, I just wrote Kent, he brings up Danny Weight, which, like, says 83 kilogram catch weight. And. Maybe like, we not I know the same this, thing? this kind of plays into the some of the stuff we were talking about before. Like I never bought the excuses from Green in the
0: first fight that he was weight drained at super middleweight. He's like slightly smaller. Yeah. Yeah. But 183 pounds here, Green weighs in at one eighty two. Yeah. And he should have stayed a lot heavy anyway, like that's Yeah. Not I guess a big he's difference.
1: Like cutting weight in your mid forties maybe hard, whatever, but hey, if you can't do it, don't box, mate.
0: No. Yeah. only that, muscle mass is part of it. Like, you know guys in the military and in mountaineering and shit, when they need to get lighter because it's easier to pack much when they're lighter. Yeah. They'll, like, eat less protein, eat less overall calories. They lose some muscle, but that's, like, what they're trying to do. Yeah. But don't go in there fucking jacked and you're obviously going to be lighter.
1: Yeah. And
0: there's just this very
1: random cutaway. Did you get it to, to Zooverse? judah yeah yeah yeah
2: what the fuck
1: is this one of the fights they're trying to compare it to or something like i don't know
0: well there was I think we should have been talking about this there's a huge narrative going into it and i do remember that is it at the time Mm -hmm. no the narrative is um danny green is here to have his last fight and beat anthony mundine and that's like the full media narrative leading into it that's what everyone was talking about. And they even say like people have been saying: if Danny Green doesn't knock him out in two rounds, and he's wasting his time. Like it was, this fight was set up for Danny Green to win and then retire. I agree, and it was yeah. known by everyone watching. He's got a very, a very pro Danny Green crowd. Some pretty damn pro Danny Green commentary a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a clear narrative. Well. Look.
1: It's kind of hard to dance around in this fight, so I won't say too much about it. Because Not because I'm scared to say it, just because I don't want to waste time, but, like, there is a race angle here.
2: And there always has been.
1: Yeah, but, like, I don't think it's as... Like, look, you listen to mundane fans, just like, Ooh, Kenny Green and his fans are all racist and... The Denny Green fans will probably say the opposite. Look, I basically think it's as simple as this. Like, look, Aboriginals and like Muslims were probably going for Mundine
2: and Anglos were probably going for 10. That's all that needs to be said. Uh, absolutely. So, like, absolutely. And look, and, let's be honest, we've all, it's going to come out, we've all got our biases in this fight.
1: Yeah. Like, and both guys are kind of appealing to their audience for that reason. Like, you know, Mundane, for all his faults, he's like a super athlete. He's not very likable, but he's a great athlete. Legitimately is yeah, and Denny Green is like I was thinking about ways to try and put this, but I almost think Denny Green is like the archetype or like avatar, who of like an Anglo Aussie, like he's he's he's
2: been at the pub, he's had his pints, he's had his fill, uh, he like,
1: He's a surfer. He's a tradie. He's like a kind of it seems like a decent enough bloke, you know, like
2: yeah. But he likes to chon. Give
1: him one
0: good thing for his like personality. He um. Did a huge ad campaign funded with his own money to stop like <laughs> people being killed in one punch tax Yeah, which is yeah, pretty sick. No, yeah. That is pretty good. So, I
1: don't know if it was just the video we we're watching, but next time the panel comes back, it's all different. Yeah, <laughs> <I fucking> do, <laughs> this, this changes. Several, and then the commentary team for the fight is different. But so now we got. Now we got. Um, Barry, Barry Michael's in the house now. Yeah, we
2: got Barry yeah. Michael's, but when when it gets oh. to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking.
1: Nah. I don't know. I actually didn't take note of who the actual commentators were. Ted they they were Coffey and I can't remember the other one oh, okay. so I re- recognised The commentary team
2: is up and down like a bride's naughty. It's fucking crazy.
1: I, I was glad that Michael Buffer, uh, sorry, Um, Michael Barry, Barry Michael, sorry. Wasn't commentating. <laughs> he's a horrendous commentator.
0: He, is. he has so many rounds, like back to front, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. will see close fights. But I'm, every I'm, every I'm, round that, like, fighter A1, he'll think fighter B1. But yeah. He'll come up with the same scorecard, but by scoring it completely opposite. Yeah.
1: And at this point, I'd been watching for, like, 9 on 20 minutes, and I did get a little bored, and I fast-forwarded the rest of the
2: fights. Oh, the yeah, fight, so, yeah, yeah, I yeeted. Yeah, I
0: yeeted. I fast-forwarded. Yeah, okay. So I, yeah. I think I was sort of expecting that the Michael Buffer intro was going to be the highlight of the night. Yeah. And-
2: I did it wasn't I, actually. I, like, I did before the. If I can interrupt, no disrespect to Jessica Malboy. I'm sure she's very good. But the Australian anthem, national anthem, was a real victim tonight. <laughs> that was that was pretty rough.
0: Did she I, do the thing that like every American does when they sing their anthem? It's Like, ah! yeah, like,
2: really <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It was like. She had all the confidence of a woman about to fight a werewolf with a butter knife. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But they have like, splashed go, go, out. A, go, back, <laughs> go back and watch her that microphone. She's like, what the fuck am I doing here?
1: They mm. have splashed out, though. They're like, Michael Buffer's there. Michael I Buffer. I didn't remember this. Like, I like,
2: was a bit jilted before the main event. There was a moment where he goes, let's get... This party started. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoa, 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 Michael. He does end up saying it later. He does end yeah. up saying it later. Full disclosure. But I was like, oh, what, are we too good for Let's Get Ready to Rumble? I had a little bit of resentment in that moment. Now, did which You guys made it better when he said it.
1: You, there's a lot of empty seats there, man. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Is that a not- really weird stadium? Yeah. They, they do well, that like.
2: crane shot over the top, and you're like, is that on purpose?
1: Are they trying to put all the
0: fans in one area? So it's not... No, no, I just don't think is like, a big drill. Oh, man. Yeah, like, there's not only... Like, there's a lot of empty seats, but there's a lot of the ground that they haven't covered in seats. Like, yeah. all the, also, of, like, also
2: it's Adelaide. There's fucking nothing else to do. Well, they expect... Like, they pack out the footy. Like, they pack every out the footy. Oh, I'll notes on that later.
1: But were they expecting to get 50, 60? know they were money? expecting this. How much does it hold Adelaide Adelaide's Oval?
2: A it's lot, a lot more. 40, I've it. got, I've got, the, I've got the seating. I've got how many they had seated? About thirty thousand. Oh, a bit under, a bit under. They had, sorry, podcast listeners, bear with me. Twenty six thousand nine hundred oh, people man, in the seats, thinking, and 80, there 90. were a fucking ton of empty seats. But did they do that on purpose? Is one of my no. Did they, I did don't they, know. No, I think, I think they thought this all, was going to be the mecca of Australia. This was the pinnacle of Australian boxing. Fifteen
1: years ago, maybe, but. I did notice the way the fans were sat, where like they're all in certain areas. Maybe they didn't release all the te- I don't know, but either way, it looks fucking I think I honestly
2: yeah. think they thought this is going to be so much bigger. They thought they were going sell out the They thought out. they were going to sell it straight away.
0: Keep in mind, like, probably a thousand of those people are on the ground itself, yeah. not even in the stands. So Adelaide Oval is. Might not be as big as the MCG, but it's, no, it's ca- not a capacity of 25,000. MC- MCG is like nearly 100,000, I think. Yeah, I think 90. Adelaide was
2: It usually peaks at the AFL yeah. grand final. It usually peaks at just under 100,000 people. And, Adelaide had And not
0: fax its it. oval out every time there's a footy game
1: on. Yeah, so the only other note I've got before the actual fight is um, Michael Barber just... Looks like he doesn't want to be there. No, oh, he he could not give a shit. He's just like, I want to be up in the Brasa Valley right now. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah,
2: let's get ready. To- can we sample the Shiraz? Well, to
0: be fair, by his standards, like he says, some like phenomenal fights, and this yeah. is like an early prelim for the shit he sees. Yeah. yeah
2: Ooh, much. Oh, oh, can I just point out one thing? Yeah. Before we get in, I think it might lead us into the first round. One of the commentary well, we have calls is. We have to- Uh, one of the things Michael Buffer says and it kills me a little bit I die a little bit inside four of the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world come off it mate ten people are watching this and three of them are us (laughs) there's
1: There might be a few people in the UK being generous watching this yeah, at the may- time.
2: Maybe. Fuck me. Maybe like, at five o'clock in the morning going, yeah. I can't fucking sleep, Patricia I might watch the fucking boxing from Realm of Australia. <laughs> 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 and this is
1: where I know like I just something I only just realized like as I was watching, I was like,
0: Oh, this is only ten rounds. Yeah. But yeah, for a title, yeah. I I it made I made
2: I made a point. It might uh, be
0: regional, but surely every title is. I was rounds. under the impression that I'm all not- title
1: fights go around. There's not it's state, national, world like what.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to repeat this line out loud on the podcast because I'm not proud of myself. I think you should. There's uh, a praise Allah. We can get into the fight now. Um, and then just up. say
0: real quick, judges are Tom Ferre- oh, yeah. Uto, Hubert Min, and Steve Morrow. Ref is Frank Gaza, who's going to be featured pretty fucking heavily here. He's earned his paycheck tonight, that man. Earned okay. his paycheck or, like, didn't? I don't know. We'll discuss that. <laughs>
2: In the industry, you call it foreshadowing. We actually industry haven't done our...
0: Either. We haven't done our biases either. All right. I was a pretty big Danny Green fan and... I maintained that, like, while he had an IBO title, doing stuff like fighting Christoph Lodachick was pretty ballsy. Yeah. He did get pretty decent at cruiserweight, but I did start to get over the stuff like the, um, you know, the, I forget his name, yeah, that jab fight. Paul know. Briggs. Paul Briggs. I was thinking Briggs and I was like, it's got to be wrong because I'm thinking of Shannon Briggs.
2: No. <laughs> that would um, been cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I started to get over him because of that. Um, mundane i never liked i probably should have watched him more but always hated him yeah but um okay yeah so going into this pretty even i think yeah so
1: mine was i was with you like 100% of what you said about danny green originally a huge fan really started to weigh in on him like just you know because of the same reasons
0: you said i uh, remember back in the day you always said about danny weight i think that was like weighed, yeah. he- weighed heavily on you yeah <laughs> i'm not intended Originally
1: I hated Mundine. I never really liked Mundine, but I really came to respect him more, especially like since he's retired, like looking back. Yeah, didn't like him, but I think he was a fantastic athlete. Did yeah. you have any
2: biases? None. Not at all. <laughs> Not even <laughs> slightly. As my fight card. No. You, you uh, should I, have
1: a, I'm looking forward to your card then.
2: I've never been a Mundine fan. That's um I've often called him Anthony Mundane <laughs> because, because I'm a spicy boy. But I've never been a Jenny Green fan either. I yeah. just, I've just i always felt that the last great boxer we have is Fennec. Yeah, that's fair. Australian born, that's fair. Um, and, and everyone since has either been a boxer that could have reached potential if it weren't for these fucking washed up footballers is taking their limelight. Or you get guys like Mundane and Green who are great boxers. But at this point, they're both past their prime. And they know it. And I kind of respect them for that. But they're not. This is not a $60 pay-per-view that we were asked to pay initially. It's not. No. All right. Into the fight itself? Yep. This is where my notes fail. <laughs> There's not
0: much to know. Yet. I've got one to to start straight away one of the first things one of the commentators says has age told the power of green have the years condemned the speed of mundane what the mm. fuck does the ode have to do with this like, uh, oh yeah that is yeah that's extremely cringe and pretty annoying to be honest both guys be looking old though eh? like just yeah. standing
1: there in the ring fuck green's pretty aggressive to start and then uh, mm. big cow punch like money <laughs> <laughs> he him
2: <he, he> <laughs> <a> f- <laughs> with a filthy hit but, um, uh, He coward punches the flag.
1: I got some notes here. For one, the biggest note is the ref never said stop. No. It says let him go, which is not a command. Yeah. yeah. So, technically, Mundine, you yeah, can say, like, he done the wrong still thing. it's still a
2: cunt move. It's yeah, not, it's a cunt move,
1: opinion, but, like,
2: right.
0: it's legal. Yeah, in, like, in my opinion, it's not even that. Like, you got to fight your way out of it when shit happens. Protect yourself so, at all times, Joe. Right? Oh, yeah. I, so hard go to I hard
2: disagree. I disagree on this. It can I...
0: Go through how it happens, so Green goes for the headlock despite having Mundane on the ropes, but don't yeah. know why. Ref says, let him go. Now, the only commands according to the Association of Boxing Commissions are stop, break, time out, and box. Yeah. That is none of those things. That's yeah. not a command. That's like saying punch your way out of it or work your yeah. way out of it or whatever. Let him go isn't a break. Mundane then hits him with a left hook because he outmanoeuvres him. Yeah. And the referee then just like holds green up. He, he's <laughs> fucked, eh? Hey? Yeah. His eyes
1: are like fucking in the back of his head. But, um, like big Mayweather Ortiz vibes kind of here. Like, yeah, it looks kind of cheap, but he hasn't
0: done anything wrong. Yeah, but with, with but Ortiz. Totally. Literally,
2: literally you're talking to a tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, um, yeah, The commentators, one of them goes, Oh, Ted Coffey says, Where's Frank Gaza in this? Look, like, well, he's there too much. Like, yeah, he's sort of half getting involved when he should, well yeah. getting very involved. He held no, great. I, I, I just he got think tagged. that like, I
2: think that mundane shot should have been penalized. He was that was, the, yeah, but and he I, was, but I, but I think know. I think that was rightfully so.
0: I don't think it's rightfully so like, for me that's a first round knockout win, Anthony Mundane. He's kinda of should have been, yeah. Yeah. Alright, no, but yeah, it's right, no,
2: referee... in the podcast now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the referee called break. He didn't No, know. he didn't though. Well then I tell. fucked up and didn't do my research, you know. The ref like the referee never said stop. I thought there was a break. So
0: well, yeah, I can this see why. This podcast is fucked. Well, it can show why the crowd was booing because the ref definitely gave him the impression he'd called yeah. break. I and definitely,
2: no, I definitely thought I saw a break.
0: It looked like it because the ref moved in. And but, then the ref took, was, but then
2: he took a point.
0: Yeah. He did, which he shouldn't have. Yeah. So didn't.
2: I yeah. have to... Sc-
0: he was all sorts of fucked up, this ref. Like, Green gets hit, the ref holds him up. He's down for 12 seconds. The ref, ref helps him get up. While the clock is still not stopped at any point, And then the ref like walks into the doctor and the time's still going. At at
2: no point when the fight was stopped tonight, the the clock didn't stop. Yeah, never. Never stopped. That's I didn't I didn't at at no point in the fight, no matter where it was in the round, when the ref stopped when there was anything brought in, the clock never stopped.
0: There was one point in this the timekeeper took it upon himself to stop the clock at a minute thirty five, probably going like, it's beyond a joke, I'm still fucking waiting to get told this. Yeah.
1: That, I didn't realize, like, I guess I, I I didn't take notes of any of that. That like the ref like helped
2: him up and shit, but he's fucked there. Eh? Like he looks, he's out. Like he's done. Yeah, right? that's yeah. He's, he's cooked. Yeah. but again, I thought there was a break. A lot of people did. That's
0: what, but that's the impression the ref gave. Yes, yeah. yeah. But the ref totally fucked it.
1: Like, is and then yeah. because of that, because it's not a knockout and a fight goes on, you have to give. You can either give it 10-8 or it basically makes it a 10-8 round for green unless you want to score it for Mundine and make it... Unless the, unless you, the point is how you, deducted. How do you do a 10... How, how does d- the winner get 10 points
0: if you think Mundine scored that round? So
1: then you, it'd, it'd be, it'd um, be a 9-9. No, it it's a 10-point mask. Someone has to get 10 points. No, so 10-point no, no, master
2: applies, applies unless a point is and deducted. Unless the point it is oh, deducted. Okay. So that would be a 9-9. That'd be a draw. There
0: you go. Yeah, so the commentary, like, straight away, like, I think they were on their bias initially, and then Ted Coffey started coming around to it. Like, initially he said, we'll call it a cheap shot. His co-commentator said it's hard to view it any other way. Then um, later on, Coffey says the ref didn't say stop, but the fact he was there indicated he should have stopped. No. I like, what the fuck? No. That's not how it works. Later on he goes, I think it was actually a fair shot. Yeah. It was. Like, that's... That's a knockout.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah. that fight just could have been done there. Like Yeah. And if only it was, like, we wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck you for saying that, bro. You're who I'm sorry. Who suggested we review this fight?
1: We're glad that, it's for punishment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. keep pray,
0: But it's um I love you. And that's dude. like the most monumental ref fuck up we've seen so far, I think. And yeah. that's including that Holly Holm one where she basically <laughs> was gonna get reverted. Where you like got her off the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so good.
1: Do you have anything else on that round, anyone? No, no. Really. no, not at all. Like, I feel like we're going to spend more time talking before and after the fight than the actual fight, so we'll kind of breeze through the rounds as quick as we can, probably yeah. that's, prob- that's yeah. the most notable thing that happens in this fight. Yeah, so I think can.
2: let's just get through the fight and, um... um we'll, if we want to sum I up the
0: next few the rounds, really, it starts off like it sort of becomes apparent that Green's strategy is to jab his way in, throw a flurry, and then tie up. Oh, it's kind of interesting, though, because Mundane's doing...
1: The strategies are almost opposite, right? Like, Mundane's headhunting going for big shots and Green's, like, doing the volume punching. It's so yeah. weird, man. But the yeah. referee yeah. also, in
0: my opinion, had a big effect on it straight up because Mundane, for the next few rounds, is, like, pretty gun-shy. Yeah. He's, like, throwing jabs and the occasional shot. Green's sort of fighting the way you'd expect a smaller guy coming into the fight to, yeah. to be doing it. It's the bizarre. referee
1: nearly gets knocked out in round two, which was pretty funny. I didn't see that. Wish I did. There's just like someone throws a punch on a break and it just like stops, like just before his head.
0: But round two, he, like an important thing the commentary said oh, like Frank Garza is the central figure in this. And Ted Coffey responds, he's earning his money tonight. Yeah, a referee should never be the central figure in a boxing match. Yeah.
1: Is he earning his money by taking bribes? <laughs> There's no. a very stupid comment in round two from one of the commentators. It says, Adelaide Oval has never been like this. It's like, it's half full.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> like that every
2: week. <laughs> yeah. It's double that every week.
1: But yeah, I yeah. thought this round is just dirty, ugly, mauling. There's a few nice counters by mundane here and there, but fuck me. Like, this is yeah. just grim. This is is grim (laughs) grim.
2: This whole fight I don't
0: don't get Green's strategy Like he He does fight Effectively And I'll go ahead And say now He does win rounds But Why Like He'll jab his way in Throw a couple And then tie up a guy Who's got his back To the ropes Yeah The ref separates them And they move into The centre of the ring And my be This is the Supposed Devastating Knockout artist
1: Yeah It's weird
0: Any more notes On round two No No round three um, I don't have lot. It's sort of the same as round two. Yeah. Do you want to know the so, honest
2: truth? Is that from round three it goes <laughs> until the end.
1: There's some nice, a few nice moments later in the. There's fight.
2: some nice mm-hmm. back and forth, but Green keeps using his weight to. He's holds. Way right? mundane yeah. down. It, it's not. It, it's this footy thing where you go like, if I hold you down. You can't tackle And then my dean goes, well, my head's down, you can't call that a high tackle. Yeah. No. They
0: sort of make that point. They made the point before the fight that Green's going to try and weigh him down with his weight and yeah. tire him out, which like Costa Zou used to do it and bigger guys like uh, I think Hearns used to do it, but they're sort of – um they did it as a consequence of being tied up. They yeah. didn't aim to do it. And it doesn't work out for him. Like. Yeah. I'll say right now later in the fight – Green looks way more fucking exhausted than Mundine. Bro. Like I've got it have got this in my notes somewhere. Like
1: Yeah, you know, like the, the, the con episode that we don't know, you were saying, like, how is he so
0: exhausted like Seven minutes into the
1: fight? Dude, Green yeah. is for long stretches of this
0: fight, he's like he looks fucked up. Like, and you always, you can visibly see him doing that thing you do when you're running and you're exhausted. Yeah. yeah like, he does that at one point. Like we all can't the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, during the rounds in his corner every every like in between rounds he does it yeah it's yeah nuts um takes Mundine a fair while to work back into it so Mundine does start to get his rhythm back takes a while before the ref is as invisible as he should be yeah I think until like round five but there's so many times where they're just throwing or they've sort of half tied up but they've still got an arm three and they're still throwing and the ref separates them. Yeah. So even a point where they're both literally just throwing and the ref separates them.
1: Yeah. But there is, like, a god awful lot of holding and, and like, wrestling in this fight. Yeah. So, round four? Yep. And, man, like, the notes are – oh, this is – like, Green goes down in this round with
0: a slip. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went back and watched that a bunch of times. Like, What do you think? Because initially I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a knockdown. But I think I, he actually it first. Yeah. I think he landed a couple and then pushed him down. Yeah. But I also think it's a wasted opportunity because I think he could have knocked him down there. But my, uh, Green was – he has this really bad method of defence where he'll literally put his head down to the point he's looking at the ground yeah. while <laughs> keeping his hands down. And like punish a dude when he does that. Before. Yeah.
1: I kind of thought, like, how the styles have kind of reversed on their first fight. Like, Mundane's kind of bullying him around a bit in this fight. It's weird. Like, Green's on the back foot
0: and Mundine's going forward. It's so weird. It's, um, yeah, it's definitely not what I expected. Yeah. And I think it's this round where we first started noticing that Green was looking really tired. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that in my notes as well.
1: Like, Green looks fucking wrecked. Do you just want to, like, try and blitz through the actual fires? Yeah,
0: momentum and shit. Yeah. Well, we can sort of breeze through until round seven, I think. Okay. So, um,
1: yeah. because I've just, yeah, so between rounds four and six, I've got them all the same except, like, I've got one even round. We get that, um,
2: I saw a UFO but nobody believes me song. (laughs) That was
0: pretty fun. Suitable oh, There is one moment in round 6 Mundine like visibly gets angry at the ref Does it? When yeah. they basically Like almost tie up And um, Green's basically I think just got like an arm around Mundine or something Mundine's like got his arm cocked back ready to hit him Green turns his head the other way so if he was going to Cop it it would have been in the back of the head Yeah. And the ref steps in and separates them They're not tied up Yeah. One of the guys just has his hands down in a Disadvantageous position and the ref steps in. Like, yeah. Mundine's visibly pissed off, then, and rightfully so.
1: There was quite a bit of rabbit punching in this fight, especially from Green. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, I think that there is a point where, if a guy's turning his head away, it's hard to avoid. Yeah, but but that's like, shit to break it up, like when someone's just about to get clocked, especially if there's no like illegal holding or anything going on. Actually, even the commentator even says the referee is showing uncertainty when he's separating them. Yeah. Which is definitely a factor. Like he, will go to step in and then withdraw himself, and they're like sort of looking at him like, "Yeah, what are you wanting us to do?" So, did you want to go to round? There is
1: like some significant stuff in uh, round seven, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's a point deduction, I guess, which is the most significant thing, and it is for rabbit punching, isn't it, or is it for a low blow? Or... I sort
0: of don't know because Mundane moves in, gets hit hard by Green, and is visibly wobbled. Yeah like instantly afterwards the rep like, he wobbles him and then the ref just separates him yeah <laughs> <Like>, woo <Whoa. laughs> he then says to Green you threw the elbow which oh, he didn't right, yeah. I watched the replay a few times he didn't throw an elbow at all and he takes a point from him and this is another one where but well, this could potentially be a ref who's cost two fighters a knockout Yeah. this could have been this round could have been anything between 10-9 mundane because he was doing well and 10-8 or a knockout for Green. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. The the amount of influence the ref has on the outcome of this is nuts. Is this ref Australian or did, did he he's He's um, American, I'm pretty sure.
1: He's not right. mm-hmm. No, he's a simple. So, if we're going by momentum now, yeah, like, not much. I think there's a, there's a big round for Mundane in
0: round nine, I thought, where, like, Green looks real hurt in round nine for a while there. I think, he, um, I think Mundine started picking up the pace basically from round seven. Yeah. He'd had, he'd had his moments in the earlier ends and he starts to really pick it up later. Yeah. Round nine. Oh, yeah. There's one point, again, Green lands a big right hand. And then the ref steps in to separate them before they get tied up. <laughs> backs off and then they tie up. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I thought... <laughs>
2: what a wolf for. Uh,
0: maybe it was... I got the
1: rounds mixed up, but I thought Green looked real hurt in round nine. He's on the back foot a lot. Mundine uh, Mundine looks kind of urgent because he needs to be.
0: Yeah. But actually, this is where um Green again does that thing where he defends with his head down. Yeah. And Mundane just sort of tees off on him. Yeah. And he doesn't land everything. Doesn't look knock him out or anything. But he's like it's such a bad habit. Yeah. So, look, I've just gotten at the start of round 10, yeah.
1: I just wrote, thank God. Yep. And, uh.
2: Yeah, so I wrote off, right? They rounds. give
1: they give each other the little the fist bump and they're just
0: like, thanks for the $10 million, bro. Like. This was, um, uh, it sort of cracked me up, though, so. We've had the problem the whole fight that the ref separating them too soon. The last round they like going for their cuddle and like, well, congratulations. The, to the ref, each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ref jumps in and separates. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: fuck. Yeah. I just realized I'd gotten halfway through this round and hadn't written a single fucking thing. I, yeah.
2: I stopped scoring after five. <laughs> so I just hope both guys had fun.
0: All right, um, do we have official decision? I've got them here. There's some horrendous cards in here. Oh, <laughs> horrendous card, but maybe horrendous cards in plural. Yeah. Right. So Tom Ferraulo, feruto whatever it was, scored at 94-94. Hubert Min scored 98-90 for green. Oh. And Steve Morrow scored at 96-94 for green. But there's more to that card that we need to talk about in the
2: post-fight. Okay.
0: What was your scorecard?
2: It, this kills me. 98, 97. Really? From a 10-round fight? Yeah. Did S- you have a lot of even rounds in there? No, I, fight, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you had it for Mundine? Yeah. I had 95, 94 Mundine. I yeah.
0: also had 95, 94 Mundine. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I know what you did, Trev, because my scorecard, I wrote a second one for what it would have been there, without there the There was a point without the <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I wrote a scorecard for what it would have had it without all the unnecessary, but the points you're been uh, taken off. Yeah, yeah. And that was ninety six, ninety yeah. five. 95. My okay. Day. Yeah. I think that's what you did.
2: Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I know I didn't. So, I don't take excessive points off.
1: So we all, we got a unanimous know, decision for name. Yeah. I will and say.
2: Oh God, I feel dirty. Even that's that's it, our second unanimous decision. Yeah. Okay. You in know, in
1: like, as well, you could feasibly score that five in any green there, so I don't think it's horrendous on its own. But that really wide scorecard is bad. I sort, the, of, you know, sort
0: of think mostly it's easy to score, except for I think it was round eight. I was, I wrote, um, I think Mundane round, but like it was pretty close, yeah. Um,
1: I thought there were a few close rounds to be honest, but geez, it was just it was hard oh, watching.
0: And man. round one, I had 10 10. I think you're oh, it you you? as well, yeah. yeah. No, I went, I went. 10
2: eight. Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, sure. sorry. So yeah, 10 so nine so green. Eight. It would have been 10-10. Yeah. I have that ten eight. 8 So... Gee, yeah, the point of we sort of, was such yeah. a clear round.
0: We sort of can go through um, a bunch of stuff there, but first look. So, the official judges, Hubert Min, had Green winning everything but round seven. That is absurd. Yeah. Even those rounds where he was, like, hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Even... Even afterwards said he did a terrible job, but, like, that's... <laughs> too late. Yeah, too late, not an excuse. And um, Steve Morrow scored round 7, 10-10. For, for one, it should have been 9-9 nine, nine if he thought it was even, because... Is that the one, one? That's the round of the point It did not really work, right? yeah. Yeah. So, as well as that, like, that was... Like, for me, that was a pretty clear mundane round, except for the... He got wobbled. But because the ref didn't allow Green to capitalise on it, he yeah. basically won the rest of the round. Yeah. I'm really not sure how he can – he's just got some weird cards, man. Yeah, man.
1: I, I, the, cards, the cards are absurd, but I don't think the decision itself is overwhelmingly bad, if you know what no. I mean. Like, you That's could feasibly score it for Green, but – I sort of
0: think it is, but – like, it is isn't it isn't because so they This is, this is, they, the, this is they
2: the best like, you're going to get from Australian boxing. Australian yeah. judges. Are there all these judges, are it? No, no. no, I don't think.
0: No. But they had it, like, pretty clearly for him. It's, it's yeah. a bit ridiculous. Just looking at the full scorecards. Mario also had uh, round eight for Green, which actually, yeah, sorry, that was the one I thought was pretty close, so disregard that. Yeah. Um, but the 10-10 is, is definitely weird. Yeah. I looked at the CompuBox for this as well, and I wish I didn't because... Didn't Green land a lot more, I Like, there was a lot of articles on Facebook after this fight from, like, butthurt Green fans. Like, I get this a lot. Like, so-and-so landed way more. Look at the CompuBox. Like, CompuBox is shit. Like, CompuBox works, from what I understand, the way the amateur boxing judging works, yeah. where you see the punch, so you press a button. Yeah. There's one dude at one angle watching that he's not catching everything he's missing shit like I've seen some absurd numbers from Copybox yeah, where you can just outright watch the round and see that it's wrong and volume's not everything anyway so it doesn't even matter and I think a lot of these numbers are actually just flat out wrong yeah, yeah. would not be surprised. so should we get
1: into like post notes yeah yeah he's up for a quick break
2: yeah if you think cooking's merits match Oh, yeah. oh, Make yeah. that the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know uh, have to listen to that voice more than two seconds? Yeah, I don't know how he done it like, his whole life. But... Imagine he didn't get a shin of his throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All uh,
1: right. Anything on post from you
2: guys? My nipples are hard. <laughs> 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 It wasn't that good, man. <laughs> okay. No, it was, no, it was not. My nipples were very soft. Flaccid even. Oh just, like, what's the opposite of a bone where it just goes, Oh, I'm dead. Whiskey dick. Well, I, this we- was
0: my uh, exactly my question. Do we recommend people watch it? No. Because no. I know it was like do
2: you want do, fight, do, do do you have an enemy? Do you want them <laughs> to have whis- whiskey nips? I
0: sort of think it's worth saying to say like just how badly a ref who's Doing a shit job to be frank is um can affect the outcome of a fight. Yeah,
1: look if you put it like that, maybe. But otherwise, no. Like I'm, well,
2: I, this is the worst fight we've reviewed on it, the show it, so it is, and we've all universally panned it. No one's going to stand up and mm. say, "No, no, no, this was my pick, <laughs> and I stand by it." This oh, is this dude. is a classic. But, but but to be honest, it's a snapshot. I wish it were a snapshot of Australian boxing at the time, but it's gotten fucking worse. Now we long for the days of Denny Green, a fucking very well-established boxer, versus Anthony Mundine, a rugby player, turned very well established boxer. Now we just have come on down to the RSL, the punched up Gronk number one's <laughs> fucking jersey. He's gonna punch on with punch on Gronk number two. They both played for the Rabbitohs, so you know you want to get down here, That to is, that is Come it. Come on. It. That is it. Get amongst it. Like, to, yeah, when I was watching, that's Australian boxing. Aside from like
0: Opataya beating Breeders recently and um, Kimbo'sis first Lopez, like yeah, that's sort of what Australian boxing is, it, yeah. like. Someone like who's holding a minor title but still getting decent likes in to fight him is like something we sort of desperately need. Yeah. Unfortunately, what Trev said, said there is
1: like far too accurate. Like the whole time I was watching this, I was trying to come up with like a funny analogy. Like this is watching someone throw a fucking potato at a fucking car. But like what it actually is, is funnier. Like it's just too... Guys in their mid 40s like punching on, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
2: and this no. is what we call the cream of the crop of our, our boxes. Yeah, well, there's
1: a point there is like they're not the cream at this point, they were not the cream of the crop, but they were just names,
0: man. Yeah, like coming off of this, I think Mundane fought Horn and Zarafa and got knocked out in the first by both of them. He won one more fight after this and lost three. Yeah, so, yeah. I did realize that, um. I missed a key point from my pre file How weird did their shadow boxing look? Both of them just looked unnatural. <laughs> Skinwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Green was throwing all of his punches at, like, belly button height. and Oh, he like, always does that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Mundine, like, he loves using the Philly shell in fights, but then when he whenever he's shadow boxing, he has, like, the George Foreman, like, extended hands sort yeah. of guard. <laughs> it's, like, real weird. What well, was the rest of your, like, the, about the ref and stuff? Well, my note literally says the ref, what the fuck. Yeah. Um, were the fighters impeded and was one impeded more than the other? They were both impeded. They were
2: both impeded. I feel like they were both impeded by themselves and each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this was this was the boxing equivalent of two potatoes going, nah, nah, nah. I sort of felt like in the first Monday. four to five rounds, it,
0: it sort of helped green. Cause his um his strategy then was like jab his way in, throw a couple of punches, tie up, and then the referee just separates them, regardless of whether mundane still yeah, like, still throwing some decent shots. If
1: one guy's impeded more, it's mundane because he probably legitimately scores a knockout in the first round. Yeah. like...
0: <laughs> That's dog, dog that's
2: shot if, or not? Like, no, yeah. it was a, I get what you're saying, but it's a dog shot. It is, but it's, it's a l- fucking it's, dog shot.
0: It's a, it's a legal dog shot. So I don't think it is. Like if you got Lomachenko drops a dude because he just circled around him, yeah, that's then true. Then in this case, like, yeah, that's just effectively what happened here. And Mon- uh, Green is the one who got the headlock. Yeah. Mundine was just avoiding some shots. Green headlocks him and then gets knocked out for it. <sighs> yeah, that's um, let's and this in the seat. Really.
2: <laughs> there will
1: be no <laughs> no
0: as much as my scorecard was 95.94 mundane my real scorecard is knockout round one mundane yeah same
1: yeah, yeah. uh so i just thought it'd be good to say a few things about like the kind of legacy not so much of the fight but of these two like what, like when i was First coming up, not really knowing the problems with Australian boxing. Like these two were here. Like this, they, they were the pinnacle. They is, were the guys. This was the pay-per-view guys that you watched. Better fighters, in my opinion, came and went and didn't get anywhere near the fanfare these guys got. Like the most obvious one is Katsidis. Yeah. Fought in America. Fought in Europe. Fought murder Calf is a murderer's row. Kefis fought Katsidis. I
2: remember. He fought Marquez. A- for Aiden Caruso. and I <laughs> watched him fight Juan Manuel Marquez. And put up a damn
0: good fight. And too. put up think, a yeah. damn good resistance. Marquez even said, like, I think he said at the time something like, along the lines of, that's a closest I've been to getting stopped. Which yeah. He bounced straight up. Like, yeah. But it's it's also Marquez. Like, yeah. He's got a phenomenal chin. And, yeah. like, yeah, he also went to the UK a few times
1: and he fought, like, Graham Earl and Kevin Mitchell. and like, He beat good dudes. Yeah. And, then like, Gill became, like, a legit unified middleweight champion. Didn't really get the fanfare. Remember that time we met him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and these two just fucking, they just stayed in the spotlight for way too fucking long, man. Like, Green retires after this. Mundine fights on for a few more years, but he's just awful. Like but, fought John Wayne Parr. Fought John Wayne Parr and, like, lost, man.
0: Like, I was. a cannon fodder after this. Uh, there to get some confidence back into Jeff Horn and Michael Zarafa.
1: Yeah, and yeah. knock out first round, both of them. Yeah. Did you guys know this fact that Mundine is the only boxer in history to have every single one of his fights on pay-per-view? Every single one. That's unreal. I
2: yeah. did not, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not, this su- one not should. surprised, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> it would have been a very different story if he was American. Yeah, like. there's no way an American would do that. Oh, maybe Jake Paul Oh, Donald Jim no Bob's way. got yeah. his yeah, fucking fight card on. On pay-per-view?
2: On pay-per-view. But, hey, Ma, um, I'm on pay-per-view.
1: I've got, like, a lot of... Probably misplaced nostalgia for like the mid, mid two thousands when these guys were kind of in their prime. It's not a good era of boxing, really. But like they did, they did kind of rejuvenate Australian boxing in a way. You have to give them credit for that. But I wasn't. I was glad to see the back of them when they left. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was real glad. They um they ruined their own legacies for me, well, yeah. especially Greenlight. Like, sure. The now this knockout of Roy Jones wasn't. Wasn't the thing to write home about that people made it out to be. I but he um people were yeah. But he like for a while, like yeah, he was fighting solid dudes, like BJ Flores at the time Green fought him was undefeated, looking yeah. like becoming something big. Yeah. Like he fought good dudes and then just ended up trashing it.
2: This this whole fight felt like a farce. It oh, was this whole thing. Yeah. I think
1: yeah, you say it's fast, and I agree with you. And I think what Aidan was saying before, it felt like this was set up for green.
2: Right oh, abs- no, ab- yeah. abs- absolutely. Mundine was never meant to win this. No. No, no. but he probably did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I... Yeah. Yeah. But neither of these guys look like guys you want to spend your pay-per-view dollars yeah, on. Yeah, that's
1: right. This was what did we call in the chat earlier, the... Not the rumble in the jungle. The, <laughs> the, 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 the tussle at the RSL. Yeah. <laughs> That's all
2: yours, buddy. You can have that yeah. one. Um, That's what
1: it was, man. It was.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. These guys are going to erupt over the fucking who's got the right bingo ticket. But, <laughs> <laughs> but look. <laughs> no, I won the meat raffle. No, I won the meat
1: raffle, you gronk. They, they, Green got out of here with a $10 million paycheck and.
2: Mop out to him. I'm wondering, death. man, did
1: they make enough money to cover that purse? The empty stadium and I can't...
2: Well, how, much, how, how, much, yeah. how much do you think it cost Michael Buffer? Because the first thing I noticed was he went, he cost Let's a lot of money, get man. this party started. <laughs> that's what he's thinking. <laughs> then then <laughs> you've <laughs> got to cost, let's get ready to rumble on top of that. Yeah. Because I think that's probably got its own fee. Yeah.
1: So if
2: we're being honest. Yeah.
1: I, I, I want to think that there wasn't
0: enough... People gullible enough to buy the pay per view, but there probably was. There absolutely yeah, it was. was. I, yeah. I was just thinking, look, what this fight banks on is. Um, remember, yeah. you were telling me about a dude ages ago who was saying to you that if Anthony Mundane really wants to prove himself, he needs to fight Costas. Oh,
1: that 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 kind of fan. Yeah, yeah people yeah. who've
0: heard of like two boxes. Yeah, yeah, and one of them is Paul gallon Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's that's who this fight is for. Yeah. Really. For the average Australian who thinks he knows a lot about boxing and has heard of literally no good boxers, Joe, Joe Casual, we'll call him. Yeah, casual, yeah. casual. <laughs> sort of Joe Casual we've been saying like,
1: it was kind of funny though. Like depending on what camp you're in, like back in the day, like both fighters would be kind of rightfully accused of doing the same thing by like, <laughs> opposite camps. Like Denny Green only fights bums. No Monday only fights bums. Like
2: fellas. They both only fight five bucks. Danny <laughs> 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 takes the to Tony takes the Buddy, they both try and cut weight the best way they can. Yeah. Like, they look, both fight like tomato cans. I want to say, like, my
1: last point is, if you want to see these guys in their better days, for Danny Green, watch when he stops Eric Lucas, like back in, like, 2004 or something. Yeah, when that's he stops
2: Eric Lucas.
1: <laughs> that's probably his best performance. And if for mundane. Watch the first Mundane Green fight from 2006 when these guys were both legitimately top 10 super middleweights. Yeah. Other than that, both guys, I think, kind of pissed away what could have been pretty decent careers. Right?
2: This I, fight was awful, and there's no need to send help. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got uh, one final
0: point, yeah. which may explain the Danny weight thing, which I should have brought up earlier, but honestly it didn't occur to me. So the Association of Boxing Commissions has their... Um, their weight classes that they, you know, obviously you fight within. Cruiserweight has a spread between 175 and 200 pounds. Probably too big again. 25 pounds spread. Yeah. But the fighters have to be within 12 pounds of each other at weighing. Really? Yeah. So you can, in theory, win the title, drop back to, like, the lower part of the division, and then it's up to other people to be within 12 pounds of you. That's why that doesn't make any sense. To me, it should be if you weigh in within that division, then you've weighed in within that yeah. division and fights Yeah. yeah. On. And especially, like, it's all there until it gets to heavyweight and then it's no limit, Yeah. obviously. Like, that's ridiculous. Like The division with the most brutal knockouts, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally be, like, 400 pounds if you want.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't got any more notes, but next time we'll try and do something a bit more exciting, I guess, like... I think I this was exciting
0: for an episode for us. It was just not an exciting yeah, fight. Exciting for No, the no. no I think we had yeah. more
2: banter than there was fight. But uh, stick around, listeners, because next time we've got Sakuraba versus Gracie. Oh, no, we don't. No, listen to us. <laughs> up, for, up for debate. All right, if we get 100 upvotes for Sakuraba versus Gracie, I don't know, I'll shave my nuts a or something. We'll, we'll do something special. <laughs> we'll do the fight. <laughs> you, you don't have to shave your nuts, bro. I'd rather shave my nuts than watch that fight.
0: <laughs> Honestly. No, I'd rather shave someone else's nuts than watch that fight. So here it is. <laughs>
2: got to put that. 100 <laughs> That's got to be the comment. 100 odd votes. Either, either we, we, we either review Sakuraba vs Gracie or Aiden shaves my nuts. He agreed to it. He agreed to it. You're done with the microphone.